This is Handle on the Law. Marginal legal advice where I tell you you have absolutely no case. In Illinois, Naperville, wherever the hell Naperville is, there is a man who uh, went to pay his court fines and those of several other people and was arrested on felony identity theft charge. And how is that? Well, uh, 28 years old, he goes into the county clerk's office, makes multiple payments of about $6,000 for fines. Unfortunately, he used stolen credit cards to do it. He steals credit cards or credit card information, and then he goes to pay his court fines. Uh, That's not good. That's not good. And so the judge, uh, after his arrest, set his bond at $100,000. And on top of that, had to prove that if he met bail, he had to prove that the bail money was not illegally obtained. That's kind of stupid, isn't it? I mean, you walk in, here you go. That's like stories, and I've done them before. People who are accused of drunk driving go to court smashed out of their mind, staggering into court drunk. That's happened before. Crazy? Yes. All right, some phone calls. J.R. Hello, J.R. How's it going? Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I bought a house about 20, approximately 20 years ago. Um, After I bought my house, uh, my girlfriend moved in with me about six months after I bought it. Uh, We've been together ever since. She's had um, a child from a previous relationship, and we also had a child. Um, now we're splitting up, or I'm trying to get her to move out of the house. Does she have any recourse as far as, like, common law? Well, there is no common law. Is the house still in your name? Is the house still yes, in your house, name, JR? The uh, house has always been in my name, okay. my name only, and the bills are all in my name. All right, so the only thing she has is... The argument that you can't throw your kid out of the house and that uh, – how old is your, your child? Oh, they're of age. 19. Oh, oh then 19. that doesn't matter. Then they're, then, it, then it's just between you and her. Yeah, you can toss her out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. What, you can, that, you can what to- I have to get to get her tossed out? Is it like a restraining order or you, – You may have to. You may oh. have to go in and get a court order tossing her out. You may have to evict her legally. You may have to go through that process. Uh, what you don't want to do is ceremoniously or unceremoniously lock her out of the house. Uh, that becomes a retaliatory eviction, and you don't want to do that. But uh, but you have the right. But you, you know, I, what I would do is I'd hire a landlord-tenant attorney, at least talk to one uh-huh. and find out where you're going with that, uh, because you should know. Because this, this could turn into an eviction, and it's more than a simple eviction didn't pay the rent. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, okay, uh, Brandon uh, has a, a question. Brandon, you do have a question, don't you? Yeah, yes, yes, sir. sir. What can uh, I do for thank you? Thank you for paying my card. The uh, question is that I live in Orange County. Property is in Orange County, and this is a small claim court. Can I change the venue no, to L.A.? No, Why would you want to change the venue anyway? Why, on what basis are you going to change because the venue? Because I think they have too much influence over the courts here and the small claim courts here. Yeah, try to you make know? that argument, Brandon. No, you can't. <laughs> no? Okay. No, no. You're going to look like an idiot in court. But then again... Everybody else looks like an idiot in small claims court, too. So you're never going to be alone on that one. Hey, Scott. You're up. Hello, Scott. 
Good morning. Yes, Hello. sir. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, so I'm at a flea market, and I'm uh, looking at a, a Chinese vase, and uh, it slips out of my hand. It breaks. And uh, it's worth about $100, and the uh, dealer says I have to pay him for it. Oh, they can say whatever they want. So what did you pay it? No, no. Okay. I'm going to speak to my lawyer. Good. I, first of all, I'm thrilled that uh, you are speaking to your lawyer. That's the first mistake. The answer is, is no. Just because you have a sign up there doesn't mean I'm going to pay for it. You have a problem? Okay. Take me to court. I'll see you in small claims court. The judge may or may not give it to you, but no, I'm not going to pay you. Have a nice day. That's okay. all you have to say. They're fine. You know what? There's a myth out there. When you see these signs, you must pay uh, X number of dollars. Uh, you know, you break it, you pay for it. And if that ever happens, the answer is when you break it and they say you have to pay for it, you say, no, thank you. Why would I want a broken vase? I'm not going to pay for a broken, but you broke it. Yeah. And when you take me to court, I'm not going to deny it. Other than it was an accident. And that's the cost of doing business. If you allow people to pick it up and they drop it, uh, that you have to assume is one of the risks you take. Now, the judge may say, I don't care. Uh, You were negligent and you caused that damage. And then the argument is, do you pay retail value? Because actual damages here are what you paid for the article. So let's say I break something worth $100. It's being sold for $100. And it actually costs the store, the vendor, $50. So because I broke it and I want to, and the judge says you have to pay back the value, the damages here, your damages aren't $100. Your damages are $50. So we'll see what the judge has to say on that one. But it's the big no thank you as far as I'm concerned. And on top of that, let them find you. Just walk away and say, yeah, you know, and you don't have a duty to hand him a piece of paper and say, here's my address. Especially on a civil matter. So it's the big no thanks. By the way, there's something new that I just came up with. uh, And it just happened over uh, this last weekend. And uh, actually, I'm so proud of myself. For some reason, I'm on the no uh, call list that I've been on forever, which has now disappeared. I mean, it doesn't exist anymore. They call. So I have an inside line, and I don't know how people got that phone number. It's an inside line I, I give to uh, friends and family, which, of course, means you'll never get it. And I use that uh, as our personal line because uh, on the, uh, the other line, a lot of people have my phone, call, uh, my phone number, and I'm just not interested. So I get calls on that inside line all the time now. And you know it's uh, a call where they're trying to sell you something, they're trying to solicit something when it's, uh, may I speak to William Handel, please? Because somewhere out there, it's I, I, my legal name is William Handel. It's not Bill. So all the legal documents I have are William Handel, all my bills, et cetera. So uh, may I speak to William Handel, please? Uh, this is he. How are you doing, Mr. Handel? Thank you. We know where that's going, don't we? What are you selling? Well, and what I used to do is, what do you, what, tell me what you're selling. Well, I represent a solar company. Hey, I'm in the business. I do solar. Okay, next time it's a construction company. I do construction. 
Well, I'm in the, uh, then they call up, and Mr. Handel, do you need flooring? Hey, I do flooring. Would you like me to sell you stuff? I've come up with a new one, and I'm so proud of myself. How are you, Mr. Handel? Not good. I'm going in for a liver transplant tomorrow morning. Things are not good for me. And if they keep on going, well, then the answer is liver transplant. Do you understand? Liver transplant. And then they generally, at that point, uh, they don't even say, gee, have a good day or wish, uh, wish you luck. It's a hang-up. They hang up. So try that and see if it works. This is Handle on the Law. We keep on this is KFI AM 640 for Stimulating Talk. Bill Handle here on a Saturday. And welcome back to Handle on the Law Marginal Legal Advice. Jonda, welcome. Hi, Jonda. Yes. Go ahead. Jonda, you there? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, I have a question. I have to sue somebody, and she used to be a clerk in the small claims court. And I had to sue her twice. So the first case, she came in with the form of a countersuit. She had it all filled out, and she had a file number put on the but she did not file this case nor serve it. Mm. And you, did you bring that up to the judge? Well, I didn't realize it. Ah, okay. He so handed it within her papers okay. to the judge, and he took it into All consideration. Right. Got it. So what happened, and what do you want to ask me? Okay, I want to know if there's anything I can do about it. Yeah, now, you can ask for reconsideration, uh, and that's all you can do. You're not going to nail her uh, criminally. Uh, you can simply ask the judge uh, to relook at it because she didn't file the paperwork. By the way, did you win or lose on this one, Jonda? Oh, he, he just decided that neither one of us owed anybody because she had that counterclaim. All right, you can ask for reconsideration. Okay. Yeah, perfect. that's what I would do. Uh, and I don't know how you do that in small claims court, but I think you can do that uh, some way or another. You can ask the clerk, how do I ask for reconsideration on that one, if they have the ability to do that. Hey, Alan, you're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hey, Bill. Yes. Um, I, live in, I live in California, and I got a phone call uh, recently from a woman in another state saying that I have a court-assessed uh, uh, fine for, like, over $1,000, and um, I, I need to pay it immediately. She, she had my name right, and I have no idea how they found me, uh, and... Uh, but I have no idea what it is. And they said, we're going to report it to your credit if you don't pay immediately. And then she says, but something unusual about this is it's 22 years ago. Right. Um, is there a statute of limitations? Oh, yes. Yes. Prices? Yes. And if they report it to the credit, you simply dispute it instantly. This sounds pretty scammy to me. No one in the right mind is going to say you owe uh, a 22-year-old bill, and if you don't pay it, and you have to pay it immediately, and uh, yeah, what? Uh, that's and where did she tell you where to pay it? Uh, no, she just said, well, you know, do do I have, you know, she said my name, and and are you? Doesn't him? matter. I mean, you can get anybody's and, name, and, and, and it even could have been yeah. a ticket. It could have been a, t- a, a a ticket 22 years ago, or it could have been a debt 22 years ago, but it's long gone, and it may be just right. cropped up on some computer de- database. And they just hand it to people and go, here, you call, and they're Hail Mary phone calls and hoping that they can get one. 
They can just, right. you know, right. grab someone. So uh, it's real simple. I'd ignore it. And if they do report, uh, you certainly dispute it and say, hey, this is 22 years old and insist with a credit right. reporting agency they knock it off. So, uh, okay. yeah, I don't think you have a problem there 22 years ago. Uh, you know, what point? How about 40 years ago? What do you think? Huh? All right. Greg, you're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, I know. Yes. I had a question for you. Um, I had, I got a ticket for the red light, you know, the camera. Red yes, red I light. do know. Yes. And uh, what happened is that I wasn't even in town when that happened. And, it, and it, it, you could clearly see that it was a female type. All right. So I went to court to fight it, and, uh, and the judge dismissed it. Two days later, after it was dismissed, my daughter got a ticket, the same thing. You know, with the same picture and all that, even though it's not her, that it was her. Wait a minute. Even though it, wait, wait. Even though it wasn't her, it was her? No, no, no. It wasn't her. Right. Not her. But she got the ticket, though. Okay. It's the same same location, the same time and everything. All right. And I went inside and it was dismissed. On the back, it said that. No, it was dismissed as to you. That's correct. That not dismissed as to the driver, because you're not the driver. So now they're arguing your daughter was the driver. So she has yep. to go in and plead not guilty and ask the judge to dismiss it. Well, but the thing is, on the back, it says that, you know, that uh, it was, uh, the person in the ticket, the name there, is either the registered uh, owner of the vehicle or that the registered owner signed the affidavit claiming that she was the... Now, first of all, it doesn't matter the registered owner because uh, the registered owner cannot be guilty of a violation for driving a car. That just doesn't work that way. Uh, So, in other words, if I loan you the car and there you are and you don't pay the ticket or you skip, I now have to pay the ticket for you running a red light. Doesn't work that way, Greg. So she's going to simply have to go and say, it's not me, and then just leave it alone. And if the judge okay. says, well, then who is it? You go, Your Honor, uh, I don't know, and I don't have to tell you. Uh, well, now, the, the question is, my, my question is, now, what if my daughter goes, finds it, and, you know, is dismissed? Are they going to send it to my wife? Now? Yeah, maybe. Who the hell knows? I have no idea. They could send it to wow, everybody you've ever known. Sure. Well, this, this city's are really hurting for money, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is about money. Sure. They say it's about safety, but I think that's a crock. Uh, I think it's clearly about money. Yeah, it's all revenue. I mean, think what they do. What was it? I got a, a parking ticket um, the other day, or my wife got a parking ticket the other day, and uh, these parking tickets used to be $18, uh, and then they were $40, and now it was $63 uh, for parking in, in a no-parking zone, and I'm sure if I went to fight it, and there's no way to fight it because it, that's what happened, uh, it was... Uh, you know, it would have probably paid more, more and more. And when you get tickets, now let me tell you something about the word of, world of tickets uh, here in Southern California where I live in Los Angeles. The, <clears throat> the amount of money that you pay is so astronomical. Well, here's an example. Uh, I got tagged for texting uh, in the car, you know, using uh, my phone. And uh, it's illegal. You can't do that. You can't text while driving. All right. So it, it's a $20 ticket. Which, okay, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you know, it happens. And it is. You look at it, it's a $20 ticket. It was $142 by the time I finished. 
they put on fees, assessments, penalties that usually at least triples, if not quintuples, the amount of the underlying fine. And uh, when Greg asks, is it really about revenue? Yeah, it's really about revenue. This is Handle on the Law. KFI AM 640, more simulating talk to Handle on a Saturday morning. This is Handle on the Wall, marginal legal advice. Phone numbers, 800-520-1KFI, 800-520-1534. We still have a few lines open. All right, Joe. Yes. Yes, sir. I was involved in a fire um the first of the year um i was there lifted to a hospital um i was sedated completely knocked out for about two and a half weeks during that time um my family got a hold of a close friend of mine he went out to the property that i was renting um to secure the property um landlord showed up i was about 10 days late my rent at this time that he went out um they had an altercation um the cops were called the police came out and without due process of the landlord he tried to pay the rent um without due process from the landlord the cops turned the keys over to the landlord they they just said they got tired of listening to the argument yeah okay so uh, it's not so much due process, but okay. They so they turned the keys over to uh, the landlord, and it was your friend that had the keys, correct? That's correct. All right. So what's your okay. question? Um, now during that time, um, that the landlords, by the time my daughter got out, my daughter and son-in-law went out to clean out my personal property. The landlord claims that some of the appliances that were in the house were hers, um, some some of my personal items were missing from the property, uh, antique furniture and such. All right, so what, what's, um, I got it. So what's your question? Do I have any recourse? Yeah, yeah, you can the sue the landlord for uh, all the personal property. Uh, that's for starters that you say he took. Okay. He does not have to accept the rent uh, 10 days after uh, the rent is due. You read the lease; okay. uh, it's his choice. After three days, within three days, he must accept uh, the rent. Or when in, he sues you for unlawful detainer, uh, detainer. He did right? not. He did. He yeah, and did. I understand. So what you have is you still have tenancy there. He didn't throw you out, uh, but what he did is constructively evict you by taking the keys. Oh. So there is okay. an there is an illegal eviction that happened, and that's okay. what you have. And uh, okay. it is, and there's some damages there. I would talk to a landlord tenant attorney uh, because uh, this, the landlord would not look good. You're in the hospital, you're burned half to death. Uh, you're, um, God, you must look like hell, too. I do. Yeah. I mean, you become <laughs> I a, do, like a crispy critter. You must be, uh, that's, so what's a jury going to do? What's a judge going to do? He's going to nail the landlord for that sort of stuff. So uh, it's landlord tenant attorney time. 
and you can go okay. the, you can go to the website and find uh, out uh, more information on that. It's a, it's a it's a good case. Now, the damages, uh, I don't know, but it's uh, it's so obnoxious as to what the landlord did. Hello, Joy. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Bill. Yes, ma'am. Hey, quick question for you. I um, am currently wrapping up a um, a uh, claim, if you will, against my previous employer, and I haven't signed the final nuisance agreement settlement. I think I'm using the correct words, simply because I, it still doesn't sit right with me. Um, I suffer from migraines, and I had a, a manager uh, in the past that approved um, sick days for me because of the migraine. Approved? I'm sorry, approved what for you? Sick days. Oh, sick days. Got it. I didn't understand. Okay, approved sick days for you because you're migraines. Okay. Correct. Uh, and then a new manager came in um, and clearly did not like me as a person. Um, and uh, I feel was looking for any excuse to um, actually get rid of me. And so he then decided to look at my previous uh, attendance record and um, write me up for the sick days oh. that my other manager approved Now, for you me. have uh, the previous manager's approval in writing, correct? Well, it wouldn't. It wasn't in writing because I had called and told him that I was sick and I wasn't going to be able to make it in. All right, but he's never formalized that I have given you X number of sick days. Now, would he say that in a letter now? Ah, would that's he? A great question. That's the question because if it turns out that you took too many sick days pursuant to the policy, your new manager can write you up. And you can say all day long, but the old manager said it was okay. Okay, what's your proof? Either bring in a statement or let him say, yes, I let her have those days off. And if you don't if you don't have those, uh, you've got some issues, young lady. Maybe you're not so young. How old are you? <laughs> I'm actually 38. Oh, that's pretty young. Okay, I'll get that. Uh, so... That's where it all goes. So now, with that being said, I, I hate that phrase because that means nothing. You know that, don't you? It's a crutch. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. What has your new manager done other than just write you up? Well, um, it, it came to a point where I uh, was terminated. Okay, for and... taking excessive sick days. Correct. Oh, all right. So now you're wrapping up some kind of a legal action. Right, but if I may uh, give you a little more information, it that was the reason that was used. Okay. However, um, the day prior to my termination, I had reported another employee for stealing from the company. Oh yeah, but I have to tell you, it's uh, they have enough there on excessive sick days that it doesn't matter because it's easy for them to say, you know what. That's incidental to the policy. I mean, we didn't even start. Inve- we didn't even start investigating. We didn't pay any attention to that. It's sick days, so that one is not going to fly. All right. So, so it that wasn't retaliation. Pardon? Yeah, I know, but it it's not. It's not going. It's not going to fly. It's not going to fly unless some judge, an administrative judge, judge decided it was a retaliatory firing. When you say you're wrapping up a legal issue, what exactly does that mean? 
Well, I seeked legal counsel, and I hired a lawyer who then um, contacted the company, asked them for because they claimed that they had proof that they were going to fire me before I... It doesn't uh, even matter. I don't even think it matters. Uh, The excessive sick days will do it. So what does the lawyer tell you? He went ahead and he he filed a a claim with the uh, county to start a lawsuit. All right. So So now what? So they then... Uh, provided their "quote unquote" proof okay. that they so they so had. so and where are you now, Joy? What where are you with this right now? And what do you, and what would you like to ask me? I was curious if the sick days were actually yes. a, a legitimate. Yes, reason. absolutely. Okay. Oh yes, okay. you are so screwed on those sick days. I can't even begin to tell you. All right. Uh, this is handle on the law. This is KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Welcome back to Handle on the Law, Marginal Legal Advice. Phone numbers, 800-520-1KFI, 800-520-1534. We still have a few lines open. All right, Joyce. Hello, Joyce. You're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Um, Hello. I have an active restraining order, a five-year restraining order with two and a half years left against my ex-boyfriend and partner. He has violated the restraining order multiple times. Mm -hmm. Um, I did take him to court for contempt, and the judge cited him and threatened him with two years of uh, jail time for each aggression, and then he calmed down and went away. So that's been about a year ago. Now he has gone online, copied all of my business information from my business website, photos and texts, also on Facebook with a Facebook page, copied it, made a fictitious business with the same name online and on a Facebook page so that people looking for my business get confused Mm. and will call him instead of coming straight to me. Is Uh, that a violation of the restraining order? I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, You can argue that it is. I mean, that's one of those things. uh, Probably not because a restraining order is a physical restraining order. That you have to be right. X number of feet away. But there are all kinds of damages here. First you do a cease and desist, and then uh, you sue him. The problem is there's uh, you're going to have to pay for a lawyer, and uh, you, right. you sue him for the damage he has caused you, the confusion, whatever. You can also get uh, a temporary restraining order that tells him you have to get rid of that right now. You go into court on an ex parte motion, and you, and the judge will issue an order to him that he takes all of that down. And if he does not, then you go back in and you start doing the um, the, the contempt uh, argument again, and you'll get it. So uh, what he's done is just a clever way of keeping mm-hmm. uh, of keeping harassing you. This was a very bad relationship, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you together? Seven years. And uh, what happened that he hates you so much? You know what? I wish I knew. You don't even um, know. He, I don't even know. He he tried to choke me to death and kill me oh, and got okay. arrested for assault. And, yeah. You know, so that kind of ticked him off a little. Yeah, I'll bet. Why don't you, uh, why don't you consider... In orange pajamas. Yeah, and I get it. Why don't you just consider killing him? Uh, you know, that in the end, <laughs> that's just so much easier. And And then you deal with the legal issues, and no one screws up your business, and no one is confused. Uh, but anyways, you want to go back into court. 
and uh, get the okay. same kind of restraining order you did, and this becomes a restraining order, stopping him from doing what he's doing. Uh, that's tough. All right, uh, Robert, it's your turn. Welcome to Handle on the Law. About um, two and a half months ago, I moved out of a house that was um, I was renting for seven years, and I did everything right. I gave the security deposit, or not security, I gave the notice when I was supposed to leave. I gave more than 30 days. And during that time, they sold the property. The rental agency sold the property, and the new homeowner was digging up the property and making his own improvements while I'm still there. And, uh, you know, he tore out fences and dug up the yard. So anyhow, I left. I had to leave among all the trash piles and stuff that he made. And since then, I have not heard from this agency regarding a security deposit okay. or an overage on my rent. Got it. So let me uh, throw some questions at you. Once you gave 30 days notice, did you move out on those 30 after the 30 days? Yes, sir. Okay. That's easy then. You sue the new owner of the property for your deposit back. And you are going to get it because a couple of reasons. Number one, all the liabilities go to the new owner. In other words, uh, he gets all the deposits and he has to pay all the deposits. He may not even know there's a deposit out there, but it doesn't matter. You have the lease in your hands and he's responsible for it. So he he buys all the liabilities dealing with the house. Like he buys if the house owes taxes, for example, you buy the taxes. Uh, you, okay. you just buy everything. And the fact that you have not had an accounting made to you within three weeks, where now maybe it's 30 days, where a full accounting has not been made, you're going to win automatically. Okay. There's no defense. There's no defense that the landlord has. You won't be even allowed to stand up. Because this was actually done through a rental agency when I left. Then you sue them they both. The, then you sue they, both. Okay. Then, but I think, they're the ones ducking me. They're yeah, ducking all phone calls. Fine. Right then now. you just sue them. You get the marshal. You sue them. You find out who owns the property. Okay. Uh, or you simply sue them, and hopefully the judge doesn't say you sued the wrong people. So I would sue both. Find out who owns the property, and that you simply do a title search on. So that gets easy to do. And you have the address. You have the marshals serve both of them. And you sue in small claims court, you get all the money back for the marshals and the lawsuit, uh, plus you're going to get your deposit back. And they can't right. stand up and argue damage. They can't stand up and argue everything, anything because uh, they're precluded by law. That's a good place to be. Hello, Bobby. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hey, Bill, when my dad bites the dust and he's dragged away to where I think he's going... Do I have a right to look at the will, or do I have to sue? If uh, I get, well, uh, no, you have the you have the right to look at the uh, will. Well, you don't even have the right, but it's a public document. You pull the will once probate is open; it's a public document. I have the right to uh, go. I have the right to go in and pull it because it's uh, it, it's in the registry. So, just like you can look at your, go ahead. Yeah, just like you can pull title. You know, for example, I can see if you own a piece of property. I go over there. I go, who owns uh, 1413 Maple Street? And I go to the county recorder. I pull that out uh, real easily. I may even be able to do it on the Internet. And there it is, a public record. Same thing is going to happen with any will that's probated. Thank you, God bless. All right. You got God bless you? Did he say that? Yeah. Why not? Handle here. This is Handle on the Law. 